this is Steve Balton. You are here on My Turning Point with special guest Kenny Hoopla. You probably are turned on to Kenny by the recent Hollywood Sucks, but I first heard Kenny early last year when I heard the song, How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by a Highway? And it was just one of those, wow, blow me away moments. Great song. And so it was a great honor to have him on the show, talk to him about his friendship and working relationship with Travis Barker, a very big deal to a guy who grew up listening to Blink-182, as well as the other songs that influenced him and how Kenny always just knew he was a musician. So hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we did. Okay. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, dude. Where are you these days? You're based in Indianapolis, is that right? No, Wisconsin. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm in Oshkosh, Wisconsin currently. All right, how is it in Oshkosh, Wisconsin? And what a great uh, city name, by the way. Yeah, it's like um, Native American. Um, I don't even know. I just got back. Um, I just ha- got back from L.A. the other day. So I've only been here probably like nine hours now. Oh, okay. And were you in L.A. working, or are you based here? Yeah, um, I was in L.A. working. Yeah. Just doing a video shoot. Nice. With Travis? Yeah. That dude is is he the busiest motherfucker in the world, man. I mean, it's yep. so funny because James Brown was always known as the hardest working man in show business. And I think Word. James Brown would be like, dude, take a fucking nap. Yeah. <laughs> but Travis has been a good, good friend for like 15 years. He did my TV show. He did the podcast. He's done everything. Wow. He's done each other for... for a long ass time. I, I love Man. that guy. And That's, you know, yeah, one yeah. of the things I really love about him is he still gets so excited about music. Yeah. That, that's what I like seeing him too. That's what's so like rad to me. He like still has so much like, it's not passion exactly, but it's just like ref- refreshed passion. Like it's the same one. It's not like, yeah, basically what you said. <laughs> Yeah, how'd you guys get... Well, you know what, hold on. Let's jump out of the question first, which is, what was your sort of turning point moment that brought you to where you are today? Just whatever sort of comes to your Um, mind. I think I didn't have, like, a turning point. I've just always been Kenny. Um, I don't think anything ever exactly snapped to me. Besides probably, like, a survivalist mode where, like, I had to get away from my surroundings or something bad would happen and I just had to like make sure my mom was taken care of. And so f- only from that can I think like, oh, I really got to like make sure that I am successful. But I feel like I've always, not even that I loved music, but like it's just always like flown through me and it's never, it was never something like, oh, I want to do that as like my career. But I don't know that that's just always how it's been. I've just always been like had this relationship with music naturally and then coinciding with me just living how I want to, like no matter the consequence and sacrifice, which every artist goes through and every artist I'm sure like knows what I'm talking about to even get to a point. You just have to sacrifice and truly be fluid with your ideas in your heart and um believe in something that isn't there and that's just always how i've been so it was never exactly a challenge for me just a lot of people got annoying because so much people were realists but see that's so interesting on so many levels i mean for you 
you know, how old were you then when you realized the music was sort of coming through? And it's funny because I've talked to yeah. thousands, thousands, thousands of artists. And, you yeah. know, like, for example, Ben Harper and I talking about in the way he put his kind of like channeling and other people have described it as like, you sort of put your antenna up and the music comes through you, like exactly what you're saying. So for you, mm. was there a, like, how old were you or was there a point where you realized that you had this ability where it was sort of coming through you or that it was channeling or whatever? I guess... Man, I feel like I never felt like that. I, I just felt like I understood it. Like there was already something halfway with music. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. it there was just always um, an understanding. I feel like in my heart, not trying to sound like um, corny or deep or anything, but it was never something that was um i came to or anything like i just always felt like it lived in me whatever it is it's so fascinating were there early songs that you remember hearing as a fan that just struck you in a way where it was just yeah. like oh, okay you know this is something yeah. like i can remember like tupac changes by tupac i was obsessed with and then like blink 182 i miss you that was big to like um give you hell to like um grew up a screw up by ludicrous to um uh, i think it might it, honestly it was probably like fallout boy sugar we're going down by fallout boy i was sickly obsessed with that like extremely and um just that album we used to we used to uh, take field trips to the library in elementary school and that was just a cd i had picked out just at one point um and i was just obsessed with that you just used to sit in my room all the time and just have that of one repeat that's awesome no i mean i love those memories and it's like it's really cool and it's funny because i mean i think that's one of the things too is like you know i mean i've spoken about this with travis and you never like if you're going to be an artist and you're going to be a successful artist you never lose your sense of fandom so mm -hmm. bringing it to a stella you know, think about being that kid who listened to I Miss You and now think you're doing a song with Travis. I mean, how much yeah. does that blow your mind? So much. It doesn't even feel real, like, at all, honestly. I can't even believe I'm talking to you right now. Like, it's all crazy. I'm just, like, grateful. That's always my first feeling before anything. It's just a sense of gratefulness. And then, like, the oh, my God. Um <laughs> Because it is wild. I had that thought actually at the video shoot. Um, this might sound corny. I don't know if Charles will hear this, but like I like probably like two times I had glimpsed just at him, and it like blew my mind. It like hit me. It hit me harder. I was like, "Yo, he literally like like I miss you." Like all of these songs I was obsessed with, like he was behind. It's super wild. Well, what's cool about it too is again, like talking with him and it's funny because I interviewed one of his artists, Jaden, you know, who's on his label and we talked about this and it's like, you know, how important is it then and how much do you appreciate getting to be around someone from that standpoint where it's like you're a young artist, you're coming up and it's like, he's done. I mean, it's funny, like you forget about some of the stuff he's done because yeah. he's so humble about it. And you're like, oh shit, yeah, exactly. right. You just played with fucking Eminem at the Grammy Awards, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> Stuff like that. But so for you as an artist, talk about how inspiring that is to be around someone who A, has had all that success and still is a fan and B, also doesn't come at it with the perspective exactly. of like, yeah. So for you, talk about, you know, how important that is to yeah. a young artist to get to be around I, that. 
Yeah, I feel like I can. I I like him a lot because I can relate to that. Um, I think it, it like it is humbleness. I think it passes humbleness, and it just starts being like a gratefulness. Like when when you when you get so blessed, which is what I feel like in a lot of artists I've met. You can walk into a room, or just anyone who's like I feel like has been through like true adversity not to say there's false adversity but you can you can feel that you can feel it in the air you can like see it in someone's eyes when like i guess they've survived and then you kind of lose any ego and everything is a blessing and you're just grateful for everything um so that's how i carry my carry myself and i also feel that with travis so um it's just it's just a beautiful thing to see and to be around and to learn and for someone of his stature to have like open arms and just be so cool. And, um, yeah, just to be so like open, really, like I'm pretty sure everyone in the culture is like extremely grateful for it. Like, like how extensive he is, it's like super rad. And, um, I don't think that will like go ignored. Like when it's, when everything is time to come to recog recognition. <laughs> Sorry, See, I like no, a lot of talking. No, you're not. You're doing great. It's funny because I think one of the things that's cool, though, is coming back to your music and it's like, you know, although obviously it ties in because you work with Travis, but I think it's interesting as well, right? You go back to talking about Fallout Boy, who, you know, I also, I love those guys and yeah. Tupac, who unfortunately I never got to meet, but, you know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. when, when you look at, you know, your music, I mean, do you feel that you see all those influences coming in where you see sort of like the differing styles come in where it's like, okay, when you listen to a, you know, when you listen yeah. to a track, you feel like, okay, I can hear a little bit of Tupac. I can hear a little bit of Fob. I can hear a little bit of yeah. you know, Biggie, whatever. That, yeah. Um, yes. But also like, no, not exactly the influence, but it's the heart. Like I said, there is already an understanding. And so like all these artists that I listened to growing up, it was never like, um, I was like infatuated with it was more so like the heart and I feel like any artist most of the artists that I like love and listen to I feel like they would understand what I'm saying so it's like not a surprise because the like the heart that I'm giving to the music is identical because it's like a universal thing it's like um but I think styles go into that. Yeah, like vulnerability, of course. Um, just certain like emotions. Sorry, that sounded like so corny. But I mean like the, even that in the way just like structures and stuff. But I feel like a lot of this is beyond a science to a point for me personally. No, it makes sense because I mean, look, it's like you look at common threads among, I mean, you know, a lot of artists and it's like, look, for a good artist, what happens is you take a bunch of different things and you put it through your own voice, but there are common things in there that you find that you like. And it's like, you talk to most great artists and they'll tell you that they love Marvin Gaye. They'll tell you that they love John Coltrane. They tell you that they love Tom Waits, you know, Nick Cave. There are certain artists that are common denominators for people. And it's like, you listen to them together. They don't sound a fucking thing alike, but the common is like the integrity and the passion and all that. So it's interesting. I mean, exactly. for you too, it's funny. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking about this and it's like, when you look at a song like, you know, 
how will I rest in peace if I'm buried by the highway, which it's funny. I yeah. still like the first time I heard that song, I was just, my friend Kat Corbett shared it on um, Facebook and I was just blown away. And I still uh, love that feeling of discovery when you hear something yeah. and you just listen to it again and again. But it's funny. One of the things I'm thinking about it is it feels like a very cinematic title. And I've been very in- interested lately in the idea of movies <laughs> and music together. And it's funny, like for some reason, I think just based on it, it reminds me of a 19. 19- a late 80s, early 90s movie called yeah. River's Edge with um, oh word with Keanu Reeves. You, did you see that movie? No, actually, I didn't. But one of my favorite artists, I like, is like obsessed with that, and he like even named a song after that. Funny enough, but yeah, <laughs> it's funny. You need to see it because I feel like it could be like a soundtrack for that. But it's funny. Are there movies or things or like do you see cinematic influences in your stuff? Um. Yeah, I'm, yeah, definitely. Um, probably like, there's this movie called Great Expectations. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, that that's like a really big one for me. And then probably like Where the Wild Things Are, and like, um, what is that one movie called? Oh, I can't remember. But even just like Where the Wild Things Are, I love that movie. Um, All right, now just to make sure we're on the same page, when you say Great Expectations, you mean the uh, Ethan Hawke, Gwyneth Paltrow version, correct? The, it's like 1998, I think. It's like yeah, the that's modern the one, one with Ethan and Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> Is there a lot of TV stuff that you watch as well that sort of influences you or that you... And I ask in part two because let's face it, dude, in 2020, everybody's just been streaming the fuck out of everything because what else do you yeah. do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. It's interesting though. If you could work with like, if there's films that you could do a soundtrack for that you would want to work with, I mean, it's not necessarily director, but even films that have existed that you would want to go back and, you know, that you feel like you could add a song to the soundtrack. Um, Wow, my brain is so fried right now. My apologies. (laughs) Because I think there is, but I can't think of any right now. But definitely, no that's all. something I want to do in like my career. I would love to like just score and just be a part of that process. I love that kind of stuff. Well, it's interesting because then you look at it's funny because there were a lot of electronic artists who went into that, but then you look at an artist like you know Trent Reznor, who's one of my favorite artists of all time, and you know a fellow Ohio artist for you. You know, it, it's like you look at how he's been able to take a band like Nine Inch Nails, which was one of the hardest things in the world, you know, yeah. and then turn it into winning an Academy Award. So are there people for you that you look at as sort of role models for the way that they've been able to evolve that you look at and you think, okay, this is where oh, I want yeah. to go? Definitely. I think, um, well, I can't, oh, Passion Pit. Um, Passion Pit to like, now, now, um, who else? I even feel like Post Malone is a good one. Um, to like, I think like Passion Pit though, I really feel like he's so underrated and he's just like been in his own world or even Tame Impala. There, I feel like all of those are like very real things that are not that approachable or they're not, um, they're more personal, I guess, but there's just all of these things that are so personal, but have been uh, able to get to a universal scale. And I've always loved that. 
Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's interesting because yeah. I've actually interviewed Passion Pit. Um, we hung That's out crazy. at a show last year or two years ago. I don't know, dude, especially now. It's like you lose all sense of time. It's like if yeah. you had told me that, you know, the record came out five years ago, I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. know, but it, so what's coming up? It, it's interesting because obviously you put out the EP, you have the track with Travis. Now is the track with Travis is a Stella a one-off or is there like, is there more music coming down? Have you been working a lot or? Yeah, um, I've been working a lot. Just what I'm trying to make right now is bigger than me, and I, I and I want it to be bigger than me, and I want it to contribute something to the world that will last forever and like be worth it, and not like a waste of breath. So um, I'm just trying to break things down. I've only been making music like seriously slash. Um, professionally for like three years now and I have a lot to learn. So that's what I've been doing is just trying to like keep my head down and learn while trying to like balance everything. But um yeah, I've been I've been working on stuff. I'm working on a project right now. You say a project, would you call it an album? Is it a multimedia thing yeah. or is it like uh it's yeah album. Okay. Yeah. Now it's interesting too, because you say, you know, make art that's worthwhile to it, but it's, you know, that's such a relative thing. I mean, you look at, obviously you have a, what's going on. You have a, you know, you have a Bob Marley, but it's like, dude, when you see the response to stuff, I mean, so you have those things that are like universally recognized as art, but it's also yeah. like, you've mentioned like a passion pit that's underrated. So for yeah. you, when you see the fact that already people are responding to it, that people are getting into it, like when it's like, and it's funny because I, I talk about this, I was just talking about this with a friend earlier when we were doing an interview and it's like, there's, you know, cause they had been out of music for a couple of years, came back and it's like, when you put out music and you see that people are really resonating with it, it's like, to me, the things that mean the most are the things that connect on the deep level versus the biggest level. So would you rather have a Pearl Jam career who can, you know, if they don't have a song on the radio for 10 years, who gives a shit? They're still going to headline freaking yeah. Wrigley Field, you yeah. know? Or would you rather have, like, be the pop star of the moment and it's, like, cool, in five years you're doing the state fair, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, when you say art worthwhile, it's really interesting. I mean, are there artists that you look at as sort of the the benchmark for what you want? Because that's such a, it, it's such a relative and random thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of artists that, um, that I love, they don't really care um and it's interesting they do care but um that's not what's most important to them which is super cool because i can't imagine the pressure that they're under but they still have like these like core values to where it's not a yeah it's not a caring but it's just kind of like saying true to themselves whatever that means to them um but sorry to answer a question um no i can't can't really think of any. Well, look at like an artist though, like Passion Pit. It's funny. I mean, so, you know, even if it's never been like the number one, you know, the fact is as an art, from an artist standpoint, it resonated and connected with you and influenced you. Yeah. So that's already, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so can you give us a preview of the album at all? Anything coming up with it that you? Um, not right now. I honestly, like, I'm so tired of showing people my music it makes me so anxious and like i'd rather just give it when it's fully ready <laughs> i've been thinking about it lately no well, no sadly sorry 
<laughs> That's totally fair. And it's funny because again, it's like, it's, you know, it is, it's hard to like talk about music in the app, you know, what's yeah. that really famous quote about, you know, <laughs> something about like, you know, talking about music is like, I, I'm going to butcher this. Like talking about music is like dancing <laughs> architecture or something or whatever. Word. Wow. You know, so, yeah, so no, for you, I, I mean, it's interesting though. So how do you balance the stuff? And, and it's like, you know, so how much do you get excited then when you get to just sit back down and go in and it's like, just focus on the mm-hmm. music. And when you think ahead though, to like, okay, let's say end of 2021, you know, Pfizer vaccine is 95%. So freaking yeah. fingers crossed by end of next year, people will be able yeah. to tour again. The album will be out. Are there particular songs that you are so excited to get to play live and share to an audience? And even if it's songs from, you know, the EP as yeah. well that yeah. you haven't really um, had a chance to play. I really think, yeah, of course, like Hollow Rest in Peace and um, I got and some other stuff that I'm working on now still but like i think definitely holler at some pc even uh, even though that one's like obviously like a big one and it's kind of safe to say that but i i just haven't gotten to like experience it. and i and i hear people all the time it's kind of like gassing it up and being like oh and you perform this it's gonna be crazy the first time and but i never actually got to see that <laughs> so I, i'm very interested it's funny. Do you remember for you? Did you see a lot of shows when you were younger, or what's like? Do you remember? No, one? actually. All right. Do you remember the first one you saw? I think my first one was the Odd Future concert in like two thousand, like thirteen, something like that. Two thousand eleven or something. So is there one show that you remember seeing there where you had, it's funny because like, you know, when people talk about the idea of, you know, how will I rest in peace live and how people are going to lose their shit. Is there one song that you've had that live experience to where you've just enjoyed that feeling of like, just, you you know, like yeah. Nine Inch Nails is a band like this for me where you watch it and you just, to me, what makes a great show is when you get taken away from whatever it is you're thinking exactly. about. It doesn't matter what it is. You know? Escapism. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the first time that I ever played How Loud Rest in Peace before it came out, um, everyone like knew all the like the the hook, every, all the words to the hook. Like by the time I got to the second time, the hook came around, and I had, like the not the whole crowd, but like it was enough where I was like, wow, because I never ex- even experienced anyone really singing my lyrics. Or like even really caring that much, so that was really rad. All right, so that's one, and and going for it. I won't keep you much longer because you're, you're obviously totally fried. But you know, I mean, for you, are there artists when you think about touring that you would really just love to share a stage that you feel like it would be not only like fun from a standpoint of like, I mean, yeah. not only that it would be a good musical match, but that you would like to just stand on the stage on the side of and watch every night. Probably, dun dun dun. The first things that like come to my head are like the drums and like, <laughs> man. Let me think about this one. All I can think about is like the drums and yeah. Well, like I just like to see to see them every night. That'd be fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> not even like necessarily toward them. I can't really think of anyone honestly right now. Um, 
my head is like always in scribbles. I'm trying to like go deep into my like brain right now and think. Um, there's this band called You Only Love Her Cause She's Dead, and they're super fire. It's like this like electronic, almost like witch house electro pop kind of thing. And um, I think that'd be super lit. I would love that. <laughs> All right, it's funny. Have you ever seen or have you ever had to Travis talk to you about his music festival? No. No. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah. Uh, like... so... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Travis has done this for many, many, many years. I've gone many fucking years where it's like basically he does this festival where he just puts together his favorite artists. It was actually, it was in Orange County every year. And thankfully it was moved to LA. It was supposed to be in LA the end of this year. And it's like, he's had everyone from like Machine Gun Kelly and the Descendants to Lip Biscuit play it. And it's just, it's a big like music and car and tattoo festival. So it's really fun, dude. And it's like his passion thing. So A, for you, it sounds like you would definitely be down to play it. And B, if you got to play it, who would be the one or two artists that you would want to play you know, when you play it. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, definitely like Blink-182 off top. Um, <laughs> Metro Station. Even though I, I know that probably wouldn't happen. Um, who else? Probably like... Dun, dun, dun. Let me sift through my thoughts from there to like what is that this is a band called um the teenagers that would be fire but probably like honestly i feel like so but like fallout boy that'd be fire too like genuinely that really would go crazy <laughs> all right now insane. all right now now by the way how many tattoos do you have i think i have like 13 I'm a baby still trying right. to get up there <laughs> well that's 13's not nothing for your age I mean dude I only have six but every single one I have has like meaning so I can't do it unless it has like a lot of personal meaning so you. so alright so what's your favorite one probably my lighthouse on my hand yeah I like this lighthouse yeah what's the significance of the lighthouse um, it's for my mom. She's always been like obsessed about lighthouses growing up. Like my, my house ha always had just like lighthouses all over. But then like, I like got older and I like asked her why. And then she was always like, well, one, she just loved them, but it was like the light will guide you home and just like trying to stay positive and like overcome any situation, just staying pure as you can at all costs kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's funny. While we're doing this now, I'm like looking at old music lineups just to see who's, you know, I mean, Snoop yeah. Dogg, Deftone, Circus Survive. I mean, it's, he's had like everyone. That's insane. That lineup is so crazy. <laughs> is there one like, uh, all right, man, by the way, is there like, all right, so what's your next tattoo going to be? And then I'll let you jump. Yo, I honestly don't know. I've been thinking about it. I really don't know. I just got like this, like bunny on my shoulder. Like next to my collarbone. <laughs> All right, so wait, I'll lie, but I have to ask, are you ever going to try and catch up with Travis? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I mean, catch up to him tattoo-wise. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that will probably never happen, though. I can't. You don't want, like, like, the top of your head tattooed and all that? No, I do, actually. I was thinking about getting some, like, vines, like, almost like a um, flower band on the sides or something, like cherubic, cherubic or something like that. That would be fire. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm cool. definitely, like, trying to get my head tattooed. Is there, uh, so is, is there, I know you're working on the music you don't really want to talk about, but is there a timeline yeah. for, for, all right, for at least releasing more stuff or? Yeah. Um, probably early next year. Um, like it's like January, probably like, I'm so stupid. I can't remember the months right now. Yeah. It's November right like, now. Yeah. Probably like, like January, January, like middle of January. Most likely. Cool. Yeah. What do you want to add? We didn't talk about. Um. Shout out to all the real ones out there. Stay safe and please wear a mask. Um, I sound like I should have a way more serious tone, but for real, everyone wear a mask and be safe and. Stay healthy for real, for real. I do. Next and time we talk, I want to know what you think of River's Edge, man. And I want yes, to see if definitely. you did. Here, I want to see that if after you watch it, if you hear the connection. It's funny because I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Cool. All right, dude. Pleasure yeah. talking with you. Have yeah, a good one. Have a good day. Yeah. Hey, this is Steve Balton. You have been listening to My Turning Point with special guest Kenny Hoopla. Hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we did. It was a lot of fun to have him on the show. When it comes to LASIK, Dr. Boutros and the Eye Center have led the way for the past 25 years. Today, this tradition continues by being one of the few practices in the country to offer you Eye Design 2.0, using the same technology as the NASA James Webb Telescope. And in the hands of an elite surgeon like Dr. Boutros, more patients are seeing 2020 or better after LASIK. Right now, enjoy 20% off Eye LASIK with Eye Design. Go to theeyecenter.com or call 888-844-2020. Some restrictions apply. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.